Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. So I hope you're ready to listen. It's another rainy day because it is rainy season and hurricane season here in South Florida. And that's okay by me. It's actually nice. The rain is... Um, I like it, actually, um, as long as we're not driving long distances. Gary and I always joke around that every single time we get on I-95, Interstate 95, which runs all the way from Miami all the way up, all the way <laughs> up to the uh, seaboard. Uh, it's also called Die 95. It's a, it's, it's a, it's very fast. There are a lot of fast driving goes on on I-95. But every time we get on there, it rains. It, it absolutely rains. Um, two or three things, things to talk about today, uh, food being one of them, uh, dollar store employees, um, several several things, so uh, stay with me here. Um, Gary and I are now halfway through our amazing American History lecture series uh, via Yale University with Professor Freeman. We are going to kind of hate it when it's over. We like her very much, and 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 we're learning. If you're familiar, uh, things are brought up that you that you forget, you know, such as the pamphlet written by Thomas Paine, uh, Common Sense. One thing we learned about uh, about Thomas Paine, and it's creepy and it's awful. He, it's very interesting history. But the bottom line here is that he was his body was exhumed taken back to Great Britain, and, and basically his body kind of disappeared. Uh, very, very interesting story that I did not know about Thomas Paine. Gary will be joining me, hopefully, on Friday of this week, where we're going to talk about not only the things that annoy us about each other, but but some other things, uh, one, one of them being uh, food a little bit, and several things are on that podcast agenda. Um, dollar store employees in a parish in Louisiana are being credited with snaring a child, uh, an accused child molester and murderer. Uh, he'd been on the lam and uh, was was in their store, and they quietly got everybody out of the store, locked the doors, and called the police. So he is now in custody. So yay! How about that? I think they deserve some huge credit. Um, Gary and I don't eat beef. I've talked about it many, many times. And so we eat veggie burgers. It's just plant-based. It's just, it's just you know, lovely spices and, and uh, vegetables together. It's not a, uh, you know, some kind of uh, space food. But uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken continues uh, to to try to... to uh, to, to test, really, their uh, plant-based, you know, fried in the chicken. I'm doing air quotes around that. Uh, so uh, they're they're continuing to, to kind of roll roll those out in little in little pieces, as it were. The latest being in Southern California. They are working with Beyond Meat. I've talked about that before on a podcast. So I, I hope it. I really do hope it kind of comes comes here because the burgers, the plant-based burgers at Burger King, we haven't been there, of course, in a while, <laughs> in a great while, but they're good. They they're, they're, they taste like char. They have that char taste. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how these plant-based 
little nuggets at Kentucky Fried Chicken will go. I've never watched, let's talk about TV a little bit, I've never watched Grey's Anatomy, not one episode. Um, some of the commenters, uh, when uh, I was reading a story about, oh, Grey's Anatomy in their, I believe, 17th year, will be addressing the the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And all these comments were very, very humorous, and I agreed with them. It's like, never watch the show because I don't need to be depressed about medical issues. Thank you very much. There's enough to worry about, enough to, to stress about. And then one very humorous one was about, gee, it's not like I can't just turn on regular television every single day 24-7 and find out about the covid pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, birthdays today, Alex Trebek is 80 and uh, wishing him, wishing him really well. It's also Rose Kennedy, if, uh, if she were alive. She died in 1995, but today is the date of her birth, as well as the fabulous designer Oscar de la Renta. Oscar de la Renta died in 2014. He was born in 1932. Oh, the clothing, the clothing, the clothing. It's also little uh, pop princess uh, Selena Gomez. It is her birthday. She is 28 years old. Now, food, let's talk about food. Gary and I will talk about it a little bit, a, a little bit more on Friday. But there's an article, uh, the Daily Mail, the uh, British, uh, the British publication, they wrote an article about these foods from the 70s making a comeback during lockdown because food gives you comfort and triggers, psychologically proven to, to trigger uh, memories uh, that, that give you comfort in, the, in your brain. It's, there's, a real, there's a real parallel there between uh, your brain smell and, and food. And, and I, I believe that, I, I always have. It's like they, the smell of certain foods will take you instantly back to being with family. And so as we're all not with family right now, and Gary and I have, don't have <laughs> much of that anyway under normal circumstances, but the things that are, that are coming back are a, a lot of, in, the, in, British, in British terms, they called them tinned uh, uh, instead of canned. Uh, it's like tinned pineapple, tinned fish, which is tuna, canned tuna, uh, tinned mandarin oranges, custard powder, which is, is like uh, instant pudding, uh, uh, trifle. Uh, there's Now, this I don't know in this country, but you can get like instant trifle mixes apparently. Uh, jelly uh, is making a comeback, but did it go away? Canned ham, and when they say canned ham, they mean spam. Canned corned beef and long life milk. That's evaporated milk. It's it's milk in a can. And smash, <laughs> smash. It's just instant potatoes. It's just all of these things are making this huge, huge comeback in Great Britain. And I so I don't know about here. Uh, but the the actual foods that are are being made are like uh, chicken, marsala, cottage pie. Gary and I love cottage pie, and as we don't eat beef, we use chicken, and it's just fantastic with chicken, macaroni and cheese. That never went away. Did that go away? Uh, beef lasagna, 
sausage in mash, which is just sausage, a certain kind of sausage though, and it's in a in a casing, that kind of sausage in mash. Beef stew and dumplings. Hmm. How about that? Toad in a hole. I hate that term. I it's it's just uh, an egg where you take bread and make a little pull out the middle part and put the put the egg in there and cook it. Uh, a, a toad in a hole is just like I don't uh, just the image of that. So I would I prefer to call it egg in a basket or something else. Uh, cod chips and peas making a, a comeback or being cooked. And a lot of people are buying more food than they have. They're buying almost twice as much food when they go to the store, according to the Daily Mail, because people are really, really cooking from scratch. Now, uh, the other day I made gravy. We, we We used to go out for brunch every weekend, either a Saturday or a Sunday. And we can't do that anymore. And we kind of trailed off on it anyway because all of the, suddenly all of the brunch places were, I don't know, changing menus or changing personnel or, you know, one thing and another. But now we're doing, <laughs> we're doing brunch at home. We do our own mimosas or hibiscus and I set the table. Uh, sometimes I make it a little more fancy than others, but I always make it nice. But sometimes I really fancy it up with the chargers and the works, but I always make it nice and special. But I made, I usually do a certain kind of menu and I never make gravy. But last Sunday, I made gravy. I made my mother, I do make gravy. I make gravy for fried chicken. And uh, I use the same recipe that my mother used uh, for cream style gravy. Gravy's hard to make. Uh, it's it's tricky. But once you learn how to make it, the, the main thing about scratch gravy uh, is when you are using the, when you're browning the flour in whatever, if you use whatever kind of oil or, or in last Sunday, I used a combination of a little bit of oil and, and uh, I cooked it in the uh, renderings from sausage. Sausage, uh, I use Jimmy Dean sausage, it's very, very lean. So there's not a whole lot there, but there is that sausagey taste. So it's a sausage gravy. Kind of, without, there isn't sausage in it. But you have to really cook the flour. Because if you don't, you have that paste. You know as a kid, when you you wanted to make paste, and you took flour and water, and you made a paste, and it never worked right. But it, it did initially. It would stick things together. Well, that's what you get if you don't really, really get that flour cooked. And you have to have the right ratio between the the flour and the oil. And I'm going to get to Anna Navarro uh, about that in, in just a second and talk about something with Anna. But so I made gravy for breakfast and I make biscuits and I use, uh, my mom made great breads of all sorts. I'm not that good. Bread is something that I, I'm talking about yeast, yeast bread. And even just biscuits made with flour. They can be tough if you overwork them. It's a fight. There is a mix. I hate bisquick and that sort of thing. But there is a mix. It's called Southern something. I'm not looking at the package right now. But you buy it at the grocery store. And we buy it at Walmart because it's a little in their groceries. It's a little bit hard to find. So something, but it it's like restaurant quality mix. And it really is. Uh, you just, you add buttermilk to it. 
and and it is and we put a little dollop of butter on top, roll them out, cut them, and put a little dollop of, of real butter, just a dollop of real butter. We use yogurt butter a lot, but for that we use just a dollop. And then you put them in a round pan and you bake them, and they they taste exactly like like anyone's fresh. Uh, biscuits say because they are they're delicious so that's what I use but making the the gravy for breakfast we loved it so much uh, and it's not something that you would do every weekend for break for brunch but I and, the, and then I cooked tomatoes when you could like onions when you cook tomatoes just like sliced tomatoes whether you put them in the oven or you do it I to do it faster I did it in a in a saucepan on the stove on the range and I did it with a little bit of butter and a little bit of olive oil. And then I put uh, seasonings on top. And it enriches the tomatoes beyond belief when you add heat like that to to the tomato as when you um, when you cook onions. It's the same thing. They, be, they change completely. They're much sweeter. But we're about to make some. We're going to do Greek. We... I love Greek food. I love the beans, those like kind of butter beans. I don't know what they're really called in in, <laughs> in Greece, but they're cooked with tomatoes. And oh my gosh, if when you go to a Greek restaurant, there you have them. There are I always do. And that unpasteurized cheese that they bake. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, but their meatballs, their meatballs are so good. And since we don't eat beef again, you can make, make them with uh, turkey or chicken. Many people do. We like chicken, a mixture of the dark and the light meat, ground up. You can't use just white chicken because although we do, when we have fried chicken, we just use the chicken breast. But when you're making something with ground chicken, you need both, the light and the dark. Uh, or when you're making kokovan, you need to use the thighs because it's richer and it's it has more flavor. So we're going to make uh, Greek meatballs out of ground chicken. And we're going to make our own tzatziki sauce. And why I bring up Anna Navarro, I follow her on Instagram. And just last night, we're, we're getting, getting ready the next either today or tomorrow to make the, the tzatziki sauce. That's what she was doing. She was making tzatziki sauce last night on Instagram. Uh, it was live. It was a live uh, video of her doing uh, tzatziki. And what I like about her is it ties into the gravy. She doesn't really measure anything very much. Now, when you bake like cakes and cookies and things like that, you have to be precise. It's science. It's math. You have to have proper measurement for it to come out right if it's a pie or a cake or, or anything like that. But when you're cooking savory food, you, I don't measure much either. I mean, I really don't, ever. I, it's a little of this and that. And that's what she was saying about tzatziki. Uh, add more dill if you want if you want dill. Or add more lemon juice if you want. It's up to your taste. And I'm the same thing in my cooking. It's like whatever your taste is. If you want to add more pepper flakes to something. Or more cumin. Or whatever it is. Uh, so, um, food, food, food. We're all loving, or many of us, uh, uh, Gary and I have cooked uh, forever, and people <laughs> think that we don't because we, we do eat out or we, we, we tend to try things, and, but we do love to cook and, uh, and cook right and good meals, not just throw something together in a microwave or, or anything like that. Uh, one last thing uh, before I close out for today. 
without being able to travel, uh, I have launched Travel Bistro Podcast. Uh, you can find that on our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, or uh, Gary is posting that not on iTunes, but on YouTube. And I've just started, I don't have very many of them as yet, but I'm talking about uh, what to do <laughs> when you can't travel and when you, when travel is a big part of your life. And it, it is. Irison has been for quite some time. So if you just want to go there and find Travel Bistro, I would appreciate it. And if you would like to podcast with me about your travel experiences or how you're missing it or whatever, we can do that too, no matter where you are. So thanks for listening. Uh, please, please, please wear your mask. Keep on keeping on. Keep it real. Visit us, northpalmbeachlife.com, on YouTube and our website. Thanks for being here. Stay with us.